0: A-N-Y Wasted takes episode 67 The Bob Kuchenberg Offensive lineman for the Miami Dolphins
1: Yes sir And
0: Taj Gibson when he was on the Timberwolves Episode I'm Trey, joined as always by Tucker, Dylan, and Cam How are we gentlemen? Get it. Dream. So for winners and losers, a couple points to give out uh, First point is Going to Cam Abderhalden For his take of the Falcons will trade the fourth overall pick to the Jacksonville Jaguars, who will draft Kyle Pitts. Um, second point is going to Dylan Benham, who had a take about uh, Zidane O'Chara and Kyrie Irving winning championships to join Mookie Betts and Tom Brady. Um, so, gentlemen, congrats on your points. Any any comments?
2: I did not think I was going to win for this one. thought I would win the other one, but um, points a point. And you gotta trust the fans through the process,
3: so I'll take it. Congrats to so, Cam. Um, I voted on hit for his, so good job.
0: Care to explain the reasoning for that?
3: Um, I didn't hit the right button when I was trying to click click mine.
0: <laughs> that sounds sounds about right. But <laughs> despite that, Dylan, um, you I think I think Cam's take was winning anyways. But despite that, Dylan, you are way in the lead with seven points. I'm still sitting at number two with four. Cam moves into uh, moves, I guess, closer to me with three. Tucker, you're still at zero after your movie mishap. Um, So, step up your game. Uh, Other winners and losers. uh, Justin Spieth, not a Masters champion. Tucker, that's an L. Uh,
1: I didn't say Justin Spieth was going to win. Did I? I didn't. I did. Oh, okay. yeah, his
2: name's Jordan Speed, Get right. <laughs> um, I said Jordan by a lot. What did he get? Third or fourth? Fourth, I think. I don't know. Fourth or fifth. No, frankly, I did not watch the second of the Masters, I'll tell you that. He much. didn't win, so actually it does matter because you get paid based on your uh, ranking, so I guess it does matter what rankings you got. Made some money. Uh, other winners and losers? Anybody got me? Any? On top of their heads, I don't. Tucker oh, Tucker for not acknowledging his his mother last week
0: oh yeah Connor oh, out. I on
2: Twitter one uh,
0: one-time guest Connor McMiinch came out was very upset that we did not uh, give his mom more props I did we did ask for a statement she was sleeping so we didn't want to disturb her but um, that's an L for the pod uh, specifically Tucker but for the pod we didn't we didn't give Jackie enough up so we'll do that now I mean Jackie Ran ran it, and you know she. We won't even talk about who lost, and we'll just say that Jackie is smarter than all of us and better at sports than all of us. So uh, proud of her. Proud to proud to be you know family with her. Certainly uh, for the two of you that aren't our family, I, I mean you guys have really nothing going for you. At least in our family, we have some some sports acumen. So, uh, um, oh losers. Everybody who didn't pick the Red Sox win the AL East
1: because... Wagon. Yeah, we're all losers. Absolute wagon. Where are all the right. Yankees on the list? Not not third. Are they Are they in last?
3: It's not first.
1: They're also in last, but they're also in second. Okay, so they're in last. All right. Uh, it's an early season.
0: Come on. Well, it's actually a good transition to my ways to take. I'd like to make a ways to take. I was down on the Sox. To be honest with you. It's not not a not a not not looking for a good year this year, but they've come out and they've hit the ball well and the pitching hasn't been that bad. Now we're in the second week of the season, so nothing to get too excited about. But I'm gonna do exactly that and I'm gonna get crazy with a prediction. One guy on the team lighting it up, JD Martinez, last year had a an abysmal year. Everyone said he's done, he's cooked, it's over, he's gonna he's gonna be out of Boston. Well, one thing about JD Martinez is he's a meticulous guy. He, he goes down in the film room after every at bat, breaks down. We've talked about it on the show, Take, breaks down his ABs, takes a look. He's a film junkie. Didn't get the opportunity to do that last year with the COVID protocols, but now he's able to go down there. He's leading the league in RBIs. He's tied for first in home runs. He's leading the league in extra base hits. I mean, he's just all over the offensive category. He was named AL Player of the Week for the first week, for the second week of the season. Um, and he's just lighting it up. So my take is that J.D. Martinez will finish the season leading in two of the three Triple Crown categories. I'll be more specific. I'll say J.D. Martinez will finish the season leading in RBIs and home runs.
1: That's my take. I love it. And I kind of agree. I mean, he's fully taken advantage of this season so far, and I don't see any reason why he'd slow up. It seems, I mean, because everyone knows he's a huge film guy, and now he's able to use it again. It seems like he's been playing so much better, so I buy it. And he's got a lot to prove too, because a lot of people were down on him, and he's, I,
0: I mean, you can see how anybody would be angered by that when you've made your living as, you know, a huge bat to, to have people say that you can't hit like that anymore would obviously get you upset. So, uh, I, I think that that's really fueling him. But uh, Dill, baseball guy, what do you got to say?
3: uh this is a tough take, just because I don't, I don't, I don't see the Sox sustaining this momentum. Um, I am a pessimist at heart, so. W- however, what JD's been able to do, the this past week and since the start of the season, really, um, has been pretty crazy. Um, so he's off on a good start. <clears throat> I think uh, I think there's possibility. He still is very good ball player. I think uh, last year is just a fluke, like we've talked about before. And you know, it's wasted takes. I'm a Boston guy, so I have to be uh, for it. JD Martinez, home run king and RBI king this year. Let's take it.
0: I mean, he had an extra base hit in won like five straight games, which is not He yeah. had three dingers. No. Uh, every six. game. Six.
3: It's been every yeah. game.
0: Every game. Okay. Well, every game he's had an extra hit. He, he, he hit three bombs in one game the other day. So, he's, he's he's putting up numbers like my MLB The Show character, who I'll just give a teaser for everyone. Um, very close, like 25 home runs away from the record. So, I'll, I'll announce that when it happens. But, Cam, I know, not a Boston guy, not a baseball guy. Any thoughts?
2: So, I honestly wouldn't have minded this take if you win all in. Um I think he should have gone all-in on the Triple Crown. He's already leading those two categories. Is he leading batting average, too? No, no. Okay. If you went all-in, I would have said this was wasted enough, and whether or not I agreed with it, I would have liked to take. But two of the three that he's already leading in, and it's a pander pick, I don't like to take. Whether or not it's going to happen, I mean, yeah, odds are in his favor. He's leading right now. So, yeah, I mean, it could happen. It's probably the best odds to happen. Um, well, I think it's going to happen? No, he's on the Red Sox. So I hate the Red Sox. Um, I think go all in. I'll, I'll give you this opportunity if you want to change it. I'm not going to go all in.
0: Uh, I'm, I'm not going right. to do it. Um I originally was going to say MVP, but he doesn't really play the field much, so I can't do that. But it, you're right. It's Panda Pick. I'll, I'll own it. I'll wear the Panda Pick pin today.
2: I got so. a uh, trivia. Who was the last player to win the Triple Crown? Miguel Cabrera? Yeah. Yeah. And, that and for one. that? Couldn't tell you. Call Oh, You're yes? Scrum. Really? Oh. Really? A long time. Uh, my
0: long time. I look uh, who's next?
2: Not uh, me. No. I'll go next. All right, go ahead. So, oh, mine's draft-oriented. draft, draft oriented. It is draft season as of 3 p.m. today. Uh, NHL deadline was hit. And it was officially draft season because if there's anything before the draft that happens to be happening in sports world, that has to come first um, until the night of the draft, according to Tucker. Um, anyway, it's draft season, and I've been I've been reading into it a lot, and I've I've done the first round mock drafts, I've done that stuff. Really, where I wanna I, I've been focusing is the later rounds. Um, I think there's some steals in this draft. And one of those steals, is the quarterback. Kyle Trapp. Nope. No, no, no. Out of Texas A&M. His name's Callum Bell. This guy has four years under his belt, never been injured. He's played an average of like 11 games a season at Texas A&M. The guy is got a good build. Not always the most accurate, but he's always consistent, and he holds the record. Beat Johnny Manziel for the bunch of stats there. I'm gonna go on the limb. I'm gonna guess Kellen Mond probably goes second round, maybe even third, um, to somebody like the, you know, I think Washington Football Team could could get him late. Uh, a team that might draft two quarterbacks, kind of have them battle it out, like did Broncos did with Paxton Lynch and Trevor Simeon. Anyway, my point is Kellen Mond. Wherever he ends up, he's going to be a late round pick. He's going to go to a good team. That's your rookie of the year right there. Wow! Wow! Ellen, talk.
0: talk about going all in. So I, I like on a lot, actually. He's a guy that I would be comfortable with coming into New England um, if we somehow, like I said, I don't think we're taking a quarterback in the first round. I think we're taking one second round, and uh, it's going to be between him and Trask. I think. Um, so I don't think he'll be rookie of the year, but. I, I think he's his I mean he I think he's going to be a solid quarterback I think he's going to be a starting quarterback in a matter of, you know matter of years maybe two years um, he'll be a starting quarterback in the league and he might he'll be being probably a midler but we'll we'll see what he can do I mean he's got that he's got the build he he looks all right a lot of scouts are saying like they don't want to talk about him because they don't want to tip anyone off to his talent and uh, get anybody to draft him before they can so I I think. I think he'll be a solid NFL quarterback. I do,
2: and he'll be one of those guys that comes in <laughs> later on. I sent the I sent the article to you. It was um, Kyle Trasks What was his agent said that twelve NFL teams have reached out to him separately and like asked to visit or watch him or you know talk to him. Um, my biggest thing is I just he's going to get drafted to a better team than all these quarterbacks that can go early. He's gonna have a lot of weapons around him wherever he ends up. He's gonna be in a good spot, and I think unfortunately he reminds me of a lot, a lot of Dak Prescott. Um, and Dak won Rookie of the Year in '16, so. Okay.
1: Yeah, but my only worry is is will he start wherever he goes? I think as a second or third round pick, um, oftentimes they're not starters right off the bat. They might be coming in and backing up a QB for a year, or they might have came in to be a backup. Um, so I think if he has the opportunity to start, and he's with a good team, he has all the skill available to be someone that um, wins Rookie of the Year. But my only fear is that he might not get the opportunity to play enough to get that. And to, that
2: and to that point, I'll point back to Dak, who, who took a starting role with him drafted to be the starter Russell Wilson in the third round um, wasn't drafted to be the starter battled it out I think if you I I can't put my finger on a specific team but there's a there's probably 18 teams in the league right now that if they draft somebody that they like could take over a starting position
1: I mean no non-first round QB even started last year Still, I know you're not the draft buff,
0: but any thoughts?
3: No thoughts. Nope. No idea. All right. Absolutely zero idea. What should I think?
0: You should... I think Tucker makes a good point that he, it's not likely that he's going to start. Um, so, But Cam makes a good counterpoint by saying neither was Dak or Russell Wilson, so you never know. But Yeah, I mean, if he's really that good, he could win out the role. Yeah, so... I don't hate to take him. I, I like I like that you're going out on a, on a limb to uh, pick your pick your Roy. You're not just going with, you know, the Justin Fields. Everybody talks about this kid, blah, blah, blah. So, all um, right. Is
1: that just right. a direct shot at me? It, it 100% was. <laughs> I'm sorry, Trey. I can't wait for like three weeks from now. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to win rookie of the year. I haven't decided my rookie of the year. I will not decide until after the
2: draft.
0: I got to see the teams. I'm not picking Trevor Lawrence, and unless I really can't think of anything else. All right, uh, who wants to go next? I can go. Go ahead.
1: Um, so for all the people following basketball right now, Jason Tatum had like one of the maybe the best game of his career against Minnesota last week, dropping 53 points. A lot of them in. Cr- crunch time. Just game came down to the wire and Jason Tatum stepped up to it. I mean just like not like a young star but a superstar kind of game and based off of watching that game because I actually watched that game for once in my life um, Jason Tatum's winning an MVP in the next three years. I I think that he has all these skills able to do it. I think he's got I just, I really think that he's a top, he's going to be a top five to top three player in the next three years, and he can win an MVP. Um, you know what? I'll I'll say yes.
0: I'll say yes because I think that this needs to happen for the Celtics. I've said before that the Celtics need these two guys to elevate, and and uh, being Tatum and Brown, I need they need them to elevate in order to have a shot to win. Uh, the whole thing, and then put the pieces around them. So, uh, you know, sometimes we forget. Like, I, I and I'm a victim of this. I'm a, I'm a perpetrator rather of this. That I, I forget that they're they're what, 23 and 22. Yeah, they're younger than us. Yeah. So I, I forget <laughs> that all the time because well, I mean they've been to, they've been in the league for what four years now. They've been in the league forever. So when you're in the league in the, like NFL for four years, you're an established player. Like you're, you're, you've been in it, you've, you've been around, you're probably, you know, starting somewhere like these, these guys, these guys are so young that you forget that they, that, you know, they've still got a lot of time to develop and become these elite players. And you, you you can't expect that out of, you know, a 22 year old kid. Um, So I'm going to go ahead and agree. I think he will win an MVP, and I think that uh, the Celtics will be in a much better position. I'm, I, I know I'm a lot of times a Celtics pessimist on this podcast, but I'm going to go ahead and turn flip the script here and, and say, yeah, they're, they're going to step up. Brown's going to become a perennial all-star, and Taylor's going go. to become an MVP-caliber pe- player. Let's uh, go. Dale?
3: See, I've talked about this before. There, a player has to take that leap right? You have to be, or a lot of guys start off as like a prominent prospect. They come up in the system. Oh, they're a really good young guy. Maybe they become an all-star, but you need to make that next step. Specifically in basketball, you have to become a superstar. You have to become top five guy in the league. And, and uh, you need a couple of pieces around you, preferably three other pieces around you to, to be a championship caliber team. And, I don't know if he. I don't know if he's reached that yet, and I don't know if you know that window of you making that step. I. I don't think it's passed yet. I just wish it had hap- it happened sooner, but I think he still can. So MVP. You didn't say MVP this year. You said will be MVP. Three years. Three years. Uh, I don't. I really don't know. I feel like he hasn't. He hasn't gotten there yet, and I don't really think he's going to. I'm sorry. I think he's a good player. I think he's one of the best, play- better, best players in the league, but he's not that top three, four, five guy. I don't think he will be. So no.
0: I mean, yeah, it's like I said. Um, I expected him to make a bigger jump in the in this year and in the past two years, and he re- he he has gotten better and but he he hasn't made that that leap like you're talking about, Dill. But then again, he's fairly young, so a lot of time to go. Cam,
2: basketball, take, what do you got? I don't think this will happen in the next three years um, because LeBron's going to be in the league for the next three years. Giannis Uh is still going to be in the league. All these guys are still going to be in the league. I'll give you once Harden, Westbrook, and LeBron are gone, and then he can battle it out with Giannis and Luca. Um, I don't think it's going to happen in the next three years. I think, um, yeah, no, that's it. I don't think it's going to happen. Good game the other night, though.
0: Uh, I mean, I think in three years, LeBron, how old is he? Is he 38? He's 36. He's 36? <sighs> He might have, he's got to start slowing down at some point, right? Like, he, like this is the Brady thing all over. But, I mean, he, basketball is a much more, you have to do a lot more than be quarterback. You know, you don't just get to stand there and fuck it. You have to actually run all the time. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if LeBron can play at an MVP level in three years. As for Giannis, yeah. Harden, maybe. Uh, you never know. He could get fat. But, uh, I don't know. What do you think, Tuck? Does that concern you do you think that these other players will be an obstacle?
1: No, I, I absolutely do. I mean there's a lot of great players in the league, but I think Jason Tatum's younger than a lot of the I mean the only other superstar at Jason Tatum's age are I'd say Luca and I'd say Donovan Mitchell are prominent to right. that company. Come to my mind for like the two biggest superstars that are around that age. I guess LaMelo Ball can be thought of doing that, maybe around that, but I don't think he's there yet. He played half of one season, so I'm not really counting him in there. So, yeah, I mean, I'm I think that, oh, Zion Williamson and John did, Miranda, obviously.
0: Didn't I you think. say Zion? Yeah.
1: I didn't. I said Donovan Mitchell and Uh-oh. I said Luca. So, yeah, Zion's on that list and. Um, Jaws on that list. I forgot about that draft class, honestly. Um, But there's going to be like five or six of them up there in that young group and I think that Jason can be just as good as any of those players. Absolutely. Alright. Dylan, you got a way to take for
3: us? I do. Acquired today, or late last night, uh, Bruins uh, Taylor Hall. Salvaged him, saved him from the atrocity that is going on in Buffalo, currently. Um, now Taylor Hall comes with a four million dollar salary cap hit for the Bruins, as the Sabres are gonna pay the other half, the other four million, for the remainder of the year. Um, the contract is only till the end of the year, so the Bruins gave up a first round pick or Andrews Bjork and a draft pick. I don't know what pick it was um, to get him. He has two goals this year. Two goals. Not great. Um, I think he's going to hit a hot streak for the Bruins for the re- remainder of the season. Um, so much so, I think the Bruins are going to sign him to a contract uh, to continue in the next few years, maybe a two-, three-year deal. Um, this is a guy the Bruins have had their eye on since 2010 when he was drafted number one and the Bruins took Tyler Sagan number two. Now Sagan probably has got the advantage on him right now. Currently, you know that was a big year in the draft. Um, but I'm going to go on a limb and say Sagan. Sagan played on the Bruins for almost three total years, and tallied like fifty-six goals and like thirty-something assists. I say Taylor Hall, ten years later, will be a will have scored more points for the Bruins over his career than Tyler Sagan did. That is the take.
0: Wait. Wait. One more time for me. So he will...
3: If you guys are paying attention and not in chat the entire time, then maybe you know what's going on.
0: In in 10 years, he will... You say in how long?
3: Taylor Hall is is on the Bruins now to the end of the year. They're going to sign him for another... They're gonna they're gonna get a contract going. He's gonna play, continue playing the Bruins. He's gonna have more points than Tyler Sagan did for the Bruins. Did you say and his Points or goals? Goals, points, same thing.
0: <laughs> well, which is
3: it? Well Tyler Sagan had fifty six goals, like I said, and thirty something assists. And Hall's gonna have Hall's just gonna beat his numbers. He's gonna have more points, okay. more goals. Okay,
0: we'll go with points, sounds like. Alright. Um, I'm glad you brought this up because I wanted to get it in tonight. Um, now uh, I saw that he, cor- cor- you're correct in saying that he wanted to, uh, resign because he said it's immediately when he got traded. He's like, I'd like to be in Boston for a couple of years. And he's, I looked him up. I knew I had heard of him, uh, before he did win an MVP, right? Yes. At some point. Yes. Uh, so he won an MVP, uh, solid player. Seems like. Uh, older than I thought he, w- he was, but um, he was
3: drafted the same year as Tyler Sagan. He Sagan. went, I, he went yeah, number one, that. and Sagan went two.
0: I didn't, I didn't realize that when I looked him up. That's what I'm saying. Um, so he is an intriguing player. I'm glad they picked him up. It looks like a, a win for the Bruins all around. I mean, people are saying what are the Sabers doing? But they're a mess over there in Buffalo, and um, so time to time to empty out the system. But I'll go ahead and. Agree. I'll say, yeah, I think he's a good pickup for them. They need more scoring. They're, they're not great on five on five goals. Um, especially with Krejci having a tough year. Um, and I don't know about Bjork. I mean, I had heard some good things. Like I said, I'm not totally plugged into hockey all the time, but I had heard some good things, but it seems like, you know, this is a definite upgrade. I think they need to get a deal done with him. and, uh, I'm, I'm glad to have, you know, it's always good to have a former MVP on your team. Um, you know, give him a give him a look, see what we'll see what he's got. I won't say the same for Cam Newton, but um,
3: I will say, um, this is a piece that the Bruins have been missing for years. Somebody play on the right side with um, the second line with Krejci. They've literally been trying to find somebody to fill this role for ten years, literally since this guy's been in the league. Um, so. It's exciting to finally have somebody on that side. And if he wants to stay, I'm full on board. This guy should have been in Boston for five years by now. I don't know I what took he him this said
0: long. In, I saw a Barstool interview where he had said he, he kind of wished he was drafted by Boston instead of Sagan. Um, I guess these guys are compared all the time, Del, So um,
3: That's what I'm saying. He's going to have more points in Boston than Sagan did.
0: Yeah, so um, who's playing music? Stop. Uh, but yeah, I like to
1: take, um, Tucker, any thoughts? Um, yeah, I mean, having a former MVP is good. I have not plugged into hockey at all. So my knowledge of it is, um, not good, but, uh, I'm for it. It seems like we're in win now mode, which I am super for. I mean, I mean, win
0: now, I mean, it's, I don't draft know draft picks for players right now, yeah. so I've taken that as I, they are in. You're right, they are in now because you don't know how much time Bergeron, Marshawn, Rask that that crew has left. Plus, like I don't know the value of NHL draft picks, or the, I don't know how the NHL cap works. Like how long they're gonna, how much they're gonna be able to sign this guy for if, if they want to keep him around. Which I think you, if you're investing a first round pick and he's open to a contract extension, I think you should probably get that done. But. Cam, do you have anything on this one?
2: Nothing at all. Um, don't mind the Bruins. I like the Bruins. Um, not my favorite team in hockey, but, you know, I've been to a game, got a picture with a couple cheerleaders, so nice. glad, they're, glad they're doing well and still in business. All right. All right,
0: let's get into topics. The Masters. Uh, masters, really? I didn't see much on, like, Twitter about it at all. Like, I, I – It was was kind of seemed like a lower-key event. Maybe because it happened like six months ago. The 2020 Masters just happened, it feels like. Um, So, um, the guy that wins it, uh, what's his name? Hideki Matsui? Matsuyama. Hideki Matsuyama. (laughs)
3: Hideki Matsui.
0: (laughs) It's like if Hideki Matsui and Daisuke Matsuzaka had a child. That's who won the Masters. Um,
3: Little little trivia for you. Uh, Hideki Matsui... Does anybody know his nickname?
0: I used to call him Fish Face. I was angry because I thought yeah, were that
2: sounds fish. racist. Hey, I, was a kid. I was a child. I was a
0: child.
3: Cam, Cam's the I the resident on, Yankee I on, fan. I
2: was on you, Godzilla.
3: Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
2: That sounds racist too. So
0: it
3: is Godzilla.
2: At least I get to walk yeah, out. Yeah,
0: is it. anyway, correct though? <laughs> back to golf. Uh, I've never heard of the guy. I mean, I saw a video of some guy like in 2013 being like, "This kid's gonna win Masters one day, blah blah blah. He's gonna win majors. He's he's a legend." So, I did see his caddy bow to the course. That was awesome. Gotta respect the course. Gotta respect the. Best of them. Um, the guy who came in, did he come in second or what? did He come in. The guy that looked just like uh, Happy Gilmore's caddy.
1: Yeah, he ended up coming in second. What was his name? Zalantis. Zalatori zalatorius
0: zalatorius The dude embraced the meme. It was great to see. Uh, there was a club, I don't know if it was from the Masters or, b- or before, that had engraved on it, uh, happy to be your caddy, Mr. Gilmore, or something like that, or I'm your caddy, Mr. Gilmore. Uh, this is the, the caddy that Happy Gilmore yells at and, and strangles on the ground. Looks exactly like him. Adam Sandler tweeted about it. Would I like to see him win? But uh, there was some backlash I saw. Uh, Paige Spiernak, who is a big golfer lady, who is also very attractive, she tweeted, I can't wait for like Matsuyama's you know, master's dinner, which is, of course, the master's champion always gets to pick the dinner. And I didn't see the exact tweet, but it was something along those lines. And people were like, that's racist. You can't be wanting Japanese food. And she was like, no, I just honestly want Japanese food. It's not a, not a racist. But, um, I mean, that's all I have. I mean, who watched it? Talk about I did. Happened. What? Do you, give me some more insight on the Masters. Uh,
1: yeah, uh, it was a pretty boring Masters in the fact that it didn't really come down to the wire. I thought uh, Shoffley was going to have it for a little bit, and I bet on Shoffley, so I was very excited. Uh, but it just, one hole, he came back to within two strokes. The next hole, he tripled the and then completely loses any chance of having a chance, which was super infuriating. Uh, apparently on that triple bogey hole, he lost six hundred thousand dollars. Yikes! Between coming in like second and coming in like eighth, he ended up losing six hundred grand. Uh, Bryson had a tough weekend, didn't he? Yeah, it's so weird. With a par sixty-seven, he actually wasn't six over. He was twenty-six over. Uh, because he uh did say that the match is actually not a. Uh, 72 is a 67 car. <laughs> what a and that shot six over on the course. <laughs> he's such a tool bag. I don't understand how anyone can like him just because he hits the ball so hard.
3: That's I, I love like. it. He's electric.
1: Oh, He's such a tool. He is, but any he's electric. a scally cap and isn't in blinders. I don't like My dad loves scally
0: caps, wears a long the time.
3: But.
1: I actually have a
0: scally cap. That's a side <laughs> point. Uh, Dylan, any thoughts on the Masters at all?
3: Um, I think this goes to show you that you don't need to be good at golf. You just need to get lucky because these guys who came into top two, never heard of him before in my life. This is the biggest stage and of Danny golf. And
1: Matsuyama's been, there's like his eighth masters.
3: Yeah, never heard of him. So, uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, the amateur masters too. Yeah, no, he's been,
3: yeah, the, the amateur, the amateur masters. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Nobody's ever heard of him. So, and I mean, in all seriousness, uh, I saw a lot of guys whistling balls into the woods. It seemed to be a tough uh, weekend on the course. Golf's a crazy sport like that. Um, congrats to Hideki Matsuzama, Toyota Kawasaki. So, That's racist. <laughs> That's straight
1: up racist. There we go. And,
3: and I hope we get some octopus this weekend.
2: Oh, Jesus. All right, Cameron, save us. Um, like I said, I was going to watch the masters when it hit the back nine, um, on Sunday. And I did That's It was so funny. Cause I turned it on when I saw that it was on the back nine. And like one of the first things the commentator said is, you know what they say? The Masters doesn't start until the back nine on Sunday. And I was like, I say, that." so I went about four holes and then I turned it off when I think he took like a four stroke and the and, uh, yeah, I like the guy. I'm I'm glad he won. I think uh, I saw some tweets today of people saw him in the airport after. He just had his green green jacket like draped over one of the chairs in the airport, driving or flat and commercial back to Tokyo. And I don't know. I think that's pretty cool. Um, you know, he's he's humble about it. He's going right back home to his family. He's going to share the trophy. Um, I like the guy. I'm glad he won.
3: Man of the people, first ever from Japan. First first ever Asian. to win a major, was it? The first ever First
1: ever Asian to win a Masters.
3: Masters? I thought it was some people
1: are I... saying that this could be worth like an actual billion dollars to that man's like lifetime earnings. Just because like of the amount of deals he's going to get through this from Japan just being the first ever like guy to win a major, like they're saying like he could be pulling in eight figures per year for the rest of his life because of this.
3: That wouldn't be a billion, but close.
1: Eight, So eight figures a year for the rest of his life. If he's pulling in, like, 50 million a year for 20 years, that's a billion dollars.
3: You're right. I was thinking seven. I'm an idiot.
1: All right. that's Master
0: season is over. No more master season. Sorry, Todd. All right. The big news of the day. Sad news for three of us. Drew and uh, deciding to hang him up. Um, so when this originally happened, I was a little concerned because the news came out first that the Patriots had cut him. Now, it seems like they had an agreement. Uh, Drew and Edelman, an hour later, dropped an, uh, an Instagram video that kind of showed that he, he knew this was coming. And he, it actually turns out that the Patriots did him a favor by doing this, by cutting him, because somehow he gets like some injury bonus something, two million extra dollars. injury benefit or something like that so it's good to see that because for a team that has lost all of its stars all of its guys from the glory days really you know edelman's one of those few guys few super real real superstars i mean you got stars on the team that patriots fans know about but the super super superstars like edelman uh he was kind of the last one and um to see him retire patriot is 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 special especially for like me I, i i'm Extremely sad about it, but I'm also it's, it's bittersweet. I'm I'm happy for him too. I think it was time. I said last year on the podcast that he was pretty much cooked. He he had it. He had done everything he could. His knee was in shambles, and you know, especially he tore it three four years ago so, towards ACL. So, I mean, this was always coming, and I'm glad he's going out as a patriot. Um, uh, I I just actually read Tom Brady. He just put up a lengthy Instagram post, and it just made me happy. So. I hope Jules is still around the team. He's a hell of a player, hell of a guy, hell of a story. Seventh-round pick quarterback turns into one of the greatest uh, slot receivers of all time, one of the greatest postseason receivers, period, of all time. Second behind Jerry Rice in receptions, I think, and touchdowns, maybe. Um, So, I mean, what a career. And I just want to get everyone's thoughts. Uh, Cam, I actually want to get everyone's opinion. Is he a Hall of Famer? And, Cam, I'll be interested to hear your opinion because, obviously – we're all biased. I'm going to say yes. I think we've probably had this conversation before. I think it was one of my ways to take that he's a Hall of Famer. Um, but I think that when you've done that type of work in the postseason, you've got a Super Bowl MVP, three rings under your belt. I mean, I don't think there's much of an argument. So I'm going to say yes. But, Dill, uh, what do you think about Edelman's career? And uh, is he a Hall of Famer?
3: Yeah, so I'm believer in the Hall of Fame for Edelman, for sure. Um, And you said it, it comes down to postseason play. It comes down to when the going gets tough, do you get it done? If you're a guy who's consistently an absolute animal in the games that real matter, really matter, then your stock just skyrockets in terms of Hall of Fame, in my opinion. That's what I look for in baseball players in particular. Um, You know, I haven't been in the NFL scene for too long, but, you know, if I were to pick a guy... Who has shown how great he can be when it matters? This is one of the guys, and I would say, given his, reputa- his repertoire in the postseason, that he is deserve- deserving. Uh,
0: they don't really make him like that anymore. Gritty, you know, this guy, he took shots every play. <laughs> Five foot ten guy got absolutely laid out every play and kept getting up. Um, Tucker, Edelman, thoughts?
1: Yeah, I mean, I was super upset when I saw this. I'm I love Julian Edelman, the man breathes Boston sports. I mean, he was, yeah, your go-to guy for the guy that's at every Boston sports event, whether it's a Red Sox, like Red Sox, Celtics, Bruins. He's the guy waving the flag at the Bruins game, he's front, he's throwing out the first pitch at a Red Sox game, you know. He's courtside at the Celtics. Like, he just breathed Boston. And that was what was so great. And, like, the forever Foxborough literally gave me chills. Um, As for him as a uh, Hall of Famer, it's really tough for me because I do believe he should be due to his uh, playoff record. But then there's guys, incredible guys like Naheem Hines. Or, um, Jesus might,
3: Claire yeah, Hines.
1: Um, who, ju- who isn't one and has all these ridiculous stats so it's just hard for me it's hard at times because they leave out so much in the NFL well I do believe I mean there's no one that matches besides Jerry Rice who's like the wide receiver in the Hall of Fame like if you're if any list goes Jerry Rice then you you're doing pretty goddamn good at your job.
0: Um, so, Naheem Himes, isn't he the currently the running back? Yeah, no, I'm
1: thinking of... The Hines, one, Ward? Hines, Hines, Ward, Ward. Hines, Hines Ward? Hines Ward. Hines Ward. I'm just thinking Hines. I was like, Naheem Hines. I'm like, that's incorrect. On Sorry, track. Hines Ward is what I meant. As the player that's just been left off the list, that's just kind of mind-boggling. And so it's kind of hard. So that's what makes it hard to make the pitch. But, I mean, there's... If you're the number two greatest playoff wide receiver of all time, I think you have a spot in the Hall of Fame in my opinion. It has has Ward ever been
0: nominated even? Yeah, he's on his fifth ballot. How how long do they get? I know baseball they cut him off at a certain amount. Do we know? I don't, I don't know.
2: know.
0: Um you get five years, Cam? Is
2: that what you're saying? I think it's five. Um I'm pretty sure it's five.
3: Be- fun fact baseball Hines is Ward played at oh.
2: Field. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that
0: is a fun fact. But Tucker, to your point about him being, you know, Boston through and through, you're 100% right. He's totally adopted himself as a New Englander. I mean, I see on Instagram all the time, you know, during the summer before the season, he's just like cruising around Newberry Street on a, on a board. Um, and mm-hmm. I hope I hope he's still around here now that he's retired. I hope he still still is out here a lot. I still hope he's still at the games, you know. And uh, that's one reason I'm happy that he's retiring a Patriot, because i I've, you know, as much as the Brady thing hurt, like that would, Brady wasn't that much of a Boston guy. You know, he, he, no, was, he was greatest of all time, and he was, you know, he, he was Boston's winner. He was Boston's golden boy. But he, you know, he at the end grew disillusioned. He didn't yes. really want to be in the cold. But Edelman has been in the community like like nobody else. So you're 100% right there. Um, but Cam, I'd be interested. Uh, you said earlier you respect Edelman, um, um,
2: and I'd be interested to hear your thoughts on the Hall of Fame. Conversation. I think we have had this conversation before. I think I was on the opposite side of it where I said no. It's really tough. It's close. I think, yes, probably, because you look at some of the people that have gotten in on stats alone, and like some of the numbers are just not great. Like, average careers you would think like Terrell Davis or somebody who has a Super Bowl MVP and MVP 2000 year seasons but didn't really do anything like spectacular outside of that so I think postseason alone in the NFL or the Super Bowl MVP will get him into the Hall of Fame um, and also I can't, don't quote me on the five ballot thing, I don't know if that's true or not I was thinking baseball um, so yeah, I don't know I'm, I'm going to say
3: that's guess. not true for baseball either
2: Oh, I thought for sure.
0: Baseball, trillion. you only get a certain amount of years, don't you? Like the, the last year of eligibility for like Barry Bonds is like next year.
3: Uh, you might get a certain amount, but the rule is is you can't get on the ballot until five years after you retire. And yes, then, I know that. And then yeah. you stay on the ballot until you don't have over a certain percentage of votes up until a certain amount of years. It's up until, like, it's, like, it's a lot of years. It's, like, 10 years or or something like that. But you have to be, like, above 50% of votes or something like that. If you go below that, then you're automatically off.
2: Yeah, anyway, I'm going to say, like, 70% chance he gets in. Um, Give it five years. We'll see who else is on the ballot with him. Um, Brady won't be on the ballot for another 10, probably. So... (laughs) He might have little competition. Uh, lately, the ballots haven't been great, in my personal opinion. We're I was at that, that
1: point, was my where, point.
2: But the really good guys are already in, and so I think he might might luck out in that aspect. Um, but yeah, I do like Edelman. I think he's, he's always a gritty player. You can't really teach what kind of player he was because he was just, you know, he's not the most athletic. He's not the fastest. He just made plays, which was always annoying. But you gotta respect that kind of game. So, you know, shout out Edelman. Hilarious that he's that he's gone for you guys. But <laughs> shut up. <laughs> cool guy. Cool guy.
0: Um. So for baseball to clear this up, uh, ten years you get ten years on the ballot,
3: That's and then you're off.
0: Then you can't be considered anymore. But there are that are some that are grandfathered in. I don't know. Baseball's dumb. Baseball's Hall of Fame voting is stupid. Um. All right. Now let's get into draft coverage. It's draft season officially now. Um, we want to, what we want to do is we're gonna have some mocks along the way. We'll have our big mock right before the draft, but uh, these we're gonna have smaller mocks and also position breakdowns, and that's what we're gonna to do tonight. We're gonna to break down three positions. We're gonna break down quarterback, wide receiver, and kicker. Um, so I want to start with quarterback. Uh, we're not gonna do this like list, guys. I think we're all just gonna. I think we should all just do our lists and then react to them. Um, so Tucker, do you
1: have your quarterback list ready? I do have my quarterback list ready. Uh, who are your top five? Mine goes Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, Mac Jones. So Trevor Lawrence, I'm sorry, one more time. Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, Mac Jones. You have Justin Fields at two. I do. Why do you think Justin Fields better than
0: uh, Zach Wilson?
1: I mean, there's no proof to really show that Zach Wilson is better. The guy played at BYU with limited competition. Only game I watched him play, he lost. I mean, he really didn't play well against high level. He didn't play outstandingly against high levels of competition versus Justin Fields. Where there's entire, I mean, he played Big Ten football. He played in multiple championships. Like, this guy's been through it all. One of the grittiest performances I've ever seen was him in the conference semis this year. This guy checks all of my boxes. I I was legitimately thinking, like, after that uh, semifinals, I'm like, this guy could make a run at Trevor Lawrence for the number one pick. And the fact that he's falling wow. so far, I feel like it's just unwarranted. All right. Well, I'll go because I totally have a different list than you. Um, I,
0: I don't agree with that field's take at all. So my top five is Lawrence. Wilson, Jones, Fields, Lance. That's my top five. Um, I think Lawrence and Wilson speak for themselves. Uh, I think Lawrence is the best quarterback available, obviously. Wilson, I think, is the most NFL-ready quarterback. Um, followed then, I have Mac Jones as the second most NFL-ready quarterback. He's a guy that I'm very high on, obviously, like I talked about, a guy you can slot into an offense, and I think you can win now with him. Um, the only reason I went Fields over Lance is because I hate the fact that Lance hasn't played football in three years um, I think that's going to be a big problem he's a big project quarterback I think it's going to take some time for him to get adjusted and I don't know if he's going to pan out Fields I don't love his, his arm I really don't from from those I haven't watched him that much but from the little I've watched him don't love his arm um, I think he's good mobile quarterback but not not throwing the ball and i think that you need both skill sets to become a real successful uh quarterback right now now you'll say jones doesn't have that other skill set well if you get the right system around him that's not reliant on a mobile quarterback that'll work um
2: so that's my top five cam um okay i'm gonna go lawrence fields lance wilson mond Wow. All right, we're starting off with Trevor Lawrence. It's all been said. He's gonna be number one. Um Fields, I'm i I'm agreeing with Tucker here. Uh Ohio State quarterbacks usually don't pan out. I'm over it. Um Fields You're a is Homer. A different, he, he's a different breed. Um he's more mobile than the rest, except Braxton Miller and maybe now he's more mobile than Tyler. Yeah, he, he worked, worked out power. well. Yeah, well he was a wide receiver. Um Terrell Pryor turned into wide receiver too, Justin Fields <laughs> don't like his arm, that's your thing. Are you kidding me? Did you watch his pro day? Did you watch the throws? Yeah, no, he like
1: he was making like, like he was same... better throws than Zach Wilson, who everyone was raving about Zach Wilson's arm, and then Justin Fields did the same exact throw. And then you're like, man Like don't said, can't can't get behind pro days that much.
2: Alright, well the first half of the season he also didn't incomplete a pass, like any. Um and then, obviously, Tucker mentioned the performance in the semis. The guy's got grit, um, a will to win, and uh, if you put him on the Niners, they're going to be dangerous, so I hope they draft him. Then I got Lance. Uh, I don't think he's a project quarterback. I think that he's a humble guy. haven't seen you know much negative about him. I like the small school of guys. I love him. Um, the fact that he had 48 touchdowns and one pick just hypes me up a little bit more. And I just like his, I just like his look in those green and yellow. Uh, he's got, a, he looks like Patrick Mahomes, honestly. Um, he can run a little bit like Pat. I think he's going to be, a, he's going to turn out well. He's just going to need a few games maybe to sit behind somebody, um, and then he's going to be ready to go, no doubt. Uh, for Zach Wilson, I, he reminds me of like Case Keenum, like smaller type of school. Didn't play against the guys, but put up some numbers, and you know. Looks good on paper. He'll be all right, I think. He'll he won't you know break any records. Obviously, Kellen Montzberg's there himself. I just think that he's, he's something special. He's just consistent, doesn't get injured, and I think he's going to fit in on the NFL. And then Mac Jones, if you notice, is left off my list. I don't think he's going to be good at all. He's not going to be able to sit in a pocket like he used to. He's not going to have the weapons that he used to. and He's going to crumble and fall.
0: Uh, Dylan, obviously you're not a big uh, draft guy, but do you have a list for us? Or are you I, skip this today
3: I, I do have a list for you, although I'm going a different route um, than NFL players. You'll understand once I start. QB's drafting number one overall. I'm going Tony DelVecchio. This guy, he's got a lollipop. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a good arm. He's a little arrogant, but he can play the game. Second, I got Dante Robinson. He's a little short, but he's a fast little guy. Reminds me of Russell Wilson. Definitely can play um, scramble. Uh, three, Mikey Thomas. Although he's got a stuffy nose, the kid can throw the ball. He's a little bit slow, but he's got a tremendous arm. Uh, number three or number four, Sally Dobbs. I'm taking uh, a play out of the out of the whatever school that had that kicker who was a girl. Um, She's got a good arm. Nothing else much going for her. A little bit of speed, but uh, you can't play her on the defensive. She can't block. So we're gonna go quarterback for her, number four. And number five, uh, another one, Stephanie Morgan. Uh, She's a great all-around player. Has a good arm, has uh, good legs, and uh, you know if she needs to, you know, swap over and do one of those flea flicker kind of, she's gonna run down the sideline and catch a pass from somebody else. You can make that play. So uh, going Stephanie Morgan, number five.
0: Uh, Dylan, you know I really don't appreciate you treating this like a joke. Mikey Thomas is too fat to be a quarterback. Don't joke like that. He's got one of the he's best serious. He's got
3: one of the best arms in the game.
1: Ah, he's fat, he can't move. He's a Marcus, Marcus, Russell, and everyone knows it. Hey, the thing, thing is that, back, hey, right on. hey,
3: Hey, hey, the know. thing is is that I got I got to spread him out between all positions. So I can't put you know some of the guys who are top in the wide receiver rank could also throw. But I got to put them in wide receiver because that's their best spot. So remember right, that. Fair enough, fair enough. In all, seri- all right. in all seriousness, though, um, my, my true list. Lawrence, Lance, Wilson, Fields, Jones. Lawrence, obvious. Lance, I think everybody is getting too nervous that he hasn't played. I don't care. It doesn't matter. Take a little time off. Hasn't hurt the body in the past couple years.
0: Number two is bold.
3: Wilson, um, he's got the last name is Russell Wilson, and Russell Wilson is really good. Uh, Fields, I think he's better than Jones, but not that much better. And Jones, he's fat, so he's fifth.
1: All right. <laughs> Thank you, Dylan. All right, wide receiver rankings. Tucker, lead him off. Yeah, so uh, first off, I'm going with something that's going to piss everyone off here. I have Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts is a wide receiver. He's a 6'6 oh, no. wide receiver. Uh, he's known for being a bad blocking tight end. And a great receiving tight end, so he's just a wide receiver. He's a six-six wide receiver. So at number one, I have Kyle Pitts. At number two, I have Jamar Chase. I think that he's going to be the best actual wide receiver out of this class. Uh, he, I mean, he broke a bunch of SEC records as a sophomore. He's absolutely absurd. People forget about him because he took a year off, but he was the best wide receiver by far last year. Uh, at number three, I have Jalen Waddle. I put him over Devontae Smith purely because when they played together, Jalen Waddle was one, Devontae Smith was two. Number four, I have Devontae Smith. Uh, as previously noted, I mean, he's still a great player. There's one of the best wide receiver classes that have come out of college, I think. At number five, I got Rondell Moore. Uh, I think there's a bit of a drop off from four to five. I do. I love Rondell Moore, but he's Pretty short. That's the only big thing against him. He's like five seven, I'm pretty sure. So, but I mean, he's a freak athlete. So I got him at five. You remember who put you on to Rondale Moore? Me. All right.
0: Uh, as far as the, the the pits, that's a joke. So you picked four wide receivers
1: and a tight end. So I stand by that. What right, makes? Fine. He's he's the, he's listed as a tight end. He's going to be playing tight end. Congrats! He's still a wide receiver. He's not gonna be blocking. All right, number one for me, Jamar Chase. Uh,
0: physical guy. Uh, love to see it. Got the build. Just looks good. Um, get him with a good quarterback like he had in college with Joe Burrow, and he'll be a hell of a player. Uh, my number two is actually gonna be Devonta Smith. Uh, the reason I'm doing this, Jaden Waddle, Jalen Waddle, too fast. Uh, too fast. Uh, can't. Got to watch out for those guys. Um, you know, when when he's fast is the only thing you can really say say about a player. Got to watch out for them. He um, was the number,
1: I number th- one wide receiver at Bama
0: as well, but I guess that doesn't count. Nope, my number three is Jalen Waddle. Uh, you can be too fast, but you can't be. Uh, you know, you're you're still good if you're too fast. So he can obviously catch the ball, beat some guys. Uh, he might, you know overrun his routes a little bit but you know he's a solid player uh my number four is going to be Rashad Bateman uh because I drafted him in uh Madden and he turned into a 99 overall so um I mean he's six foot two 210 so he's decent sized uh you know he's he's not not a crazy athlete but he he's good at running his routes to creates separation so it's my number four my number five thank god Tucker you said this Rondell Moore um most electric player in college football Said the Patriots to draft him a long time ago. Uh, don't think they should now. But he is uh, a crazy athlete. He'd be a great uh, slot receiver somewhere. So he's going to be my number five. Cam.
2: Yep. All right. Number one, I'm going to Devonta Smith. Um, he won the Heisman. So as a wide receiver. And that is that is the end of that discussion. He won the Heisman. He put up insane numbers. He, Destroy the Ohio State defense. Every, skinny. Other, <laughs> every other defense they played. Um, Jamar Chase is gonna be number two. He took a year off. I haven't seen him in a while. Um, think he's also very good. He's similar sizes to Devonta Smith. DeMonte Smith Smith's only like 15 pounds less. Uh, same height, both six one. I think
1: Jamar Chase is. Fifteen be pounds is a lot. Okay, fifteen, 15 pounds, pounds of muscle. Fifteen pounds of muscle is like a good amount of muscle. All right. Well,
2: he's gonna get bigger. He won the Heisman. Jamar didn't. So <laughs> Jamar's just number two. Still think he's gonna be good. Um number three, I'm going um Rondale Moore. I think Rondale Moore is actually gonna be that's stud. He's gonna be three. Cold. He might not get drafted till the second round, but I watched his tape. I know my tape. He's good. He's only five nine. Um Jalen Waddle's next, he's only five ten. So you think Rondell Moore is too small, but you put Jalen Waddell at two. I think that's hearsay. Um, Jalen Waddle's not great. Missed a year. He's going to be a bust. He'll probably go to the Eagles and drop every ball that's thrown to him. Um, and number five is going to be Kadarius Tony out of UF, the Gators. I think this is going to be uh, – I think the Chiefs are going to draft him. This is my, my bold take for the first round. I think the Chiefs are going to take him. Fast dude. Good hands. Watch him at the pro day when Kyle Trask was thrown to him. Um, everything was caught. Everything was good routes. I think he's going to be a good fit for the Chiefs if he drops that far, which I think he will. Uh, he can replace Sammy Watkins in that you know utility slot role. Um, so that's my. Plan.
1: Yeah, I'm surprised not I'm seeing some more love for Tony, but solid uh, player. Cam, uh, I just want to say this. Yes, on his draft profile, he's five nine, but everyone has NFL.com. ESPN.com, all have Rondell Moore listed at 5'7". One inch isn't a big difference. Three inches is.
3: It matters how much you can jump.
1: Not not always. I mean, Cam, yes, it Cam's, does matter, but... Cam's having a lot of trouble giving his response here. Phone's shutting on and off.
2: No, I'm good. What was you saying? Yeah, 5'7", five, 5'10", five, whatever. He's, He's... He's tall as he wants to be, so he's, he's fine.
3: He can fit into small holes people can't otherwise get into. He
2: can, he can literally squeeze in between people. You're
1: only building a case okay.
3: Throw the ball low. He's Tucker, clo- Tucker, lo- closer to the ground, Ron Ron less
1: Mar- less, I, no, less to travel. Guys. The thing is better than Jalen Waddle because they're basically the same height. It's just wrong.
3: Nobody with the last name Waddle is going to be good at anything. <laughs>
1: Dylan, I'm interested to hear your
3: top five. Yeah, so I don't know anything about wide receivers in this upcoming draft, but I do know about wide receivers in backyard football 2002. So here we go. Number one, the secret weapon. If you don't pick Pablo Sanchez, number one overall, and you don't put him at wide receiver, you're an idiot. So Pablo Sanchez, he's too fast, can catch too many balls. Wide receiver. Number two, this is one out of a little bit of left field, Vicky Kawaguchi. Ooh. She got the ballerina she puts on the moves. She can get around. She got the tutu on, sorry. She got ballerina. She got tutu on. She can get around anybody. She got speed like there's nobody's business. And can also catch the ball very well.
0: Lynn Swan did uh, ballet in, when he was a professional player. So
3: Yeah, there's been plenty of football players who did ballet. Tom Brady. I wish I did. Maybe my legs would be in better shape.
0: I did. Western Mass, uh, all Division Six. Wow!
3: So, <laughs> number three, Ernie Steele. The man can catch the ball, not too fast, but he's the tallest guy in the draft. Number four, Reese Worthington. A bit, a bit of a prep boy, but and a little short, but he's got a lot of speed and uh, good catching ability. Great hands. So we're gonna put him at number four. Number five, uh, Maria Luna. Cannot throw the, throw the ball for crap, but she can damn sure catch it. She's got 9 out of 10 footballs on the Richter scale. So uh, she's a good catcher. Um, speed is about half, you know, like 60%, but number 5 rounds it out.
0: Where's Pete Wheeler? No Pete Wheeler, love? Uh,
3: we haven't gotten to running backs yet. That's next week. Oh,
0: okay. Word, word. All right. Uh, that's, and then finally, we want to pick a kicker. We're not going to do five kickers, obviously because I don't know if there's five kickers that will be drafted. But kicker, um, I'm going to go with an easy one here. He's the number one ranked kicker, and he's uh, one of the guys who I – the only kicker that I actually know here, and that's Evan McPherson out of Florida. Whenever I would pick up my phone uh, when the Gators score uh, last year, being uh, that this 2019 season, it was a like Evan McPherson field goal. Guy is nails, hits every single field goal. So I'm going with the Gators' choice here. I'm going with Evan McPherson.
1: Sounds like a kicker, Evan McPherson. Tucker? Uh Yeah, for mine, I went with Blake Howbell out of uh, Ohio State. He's a 230-pound kicker. That's all I needed to see. Big guys. Like a Big thighs. Kowski-tied, my kind of kicker. Love him. Cameron, are you
0: with us? He's got a no. Hello? Dylan. Oh, yeah, there you are. Go ahead. Go
3: ahead. Not here.
0: Dylan, go with your kicker.
3: (laughs) Uh, My kicker, uh, not eligible in the draft uh, this year. Uh, But um, I'm going with a man who's got a football for a head and is definitely a space cadet, so you know he likes to let it fly, Ricky Johnson. The only See, one
0: I would have went with Dmitri Petrovich there.
3: Ricky Johnson's the only one in the game who's got good kicking. Everybody else stinks.
0: No, Dmitri Petrovich is a hell of a kicker. I remember the first football. No,
3: Dmitri Petrovich plays lineman. All right, relax. The, uh,
0: he could be a center. Team, I just right?
3: remember playing against a team who always had Jorge Garcia, and he always missed. So if anybody picks him, you're you're gonna lose.
0: Cameron, are you with us?
2: I I should be with you. Go ahead. Hello? I should be with you. Okay. Uh, I'm here. My kicker is Jorge Borregales. is a kicker for the University of Miami Hurricanes. He's a transfer from FIU, also in Miami. Um, Tucker beat this. He's 5'10", 205. Uh, Stumpy dude. Was 91%. Uh, last year. Didn't miss inside the 39. Didn't miss any extra points. 7 from 9 between 40 and 49. And he was 2 for 2 from 50 plus with a uh, 57 yard field goal to cap it off. So that guy's going to be good. Just look at Rodrigo Blankenship. The Hispanic Heritage is, is good for kicking. That, that's the guy. Yeah, just like the, the boys
0: from uh, FSU, they were pretty good. Nope, weren't. R.I.P. turtle What's his name, Cam? Turnful. Turnful, yeah.
2: He got snapped in half with that guy. Yeah, Rodrigo was a good guy. He went to, um, or whatever. He went He went in the second round of the Bucs that year. Didn't do good. He's actually on the Patriots, isn't he? Practice. Squad. He's a practice squad, yeah. <laughs> um, all right.
0: Well, we have to say goodbye to Tucker before we do list, guys. Um, so, Tucker, thank you for a great episode. Did you watch – wait, wait.
1: Quickly, did you watch Parasite? What's your rating? Yes, I did. It was actually incredible. Huge fan of Parasite. Didn't think I'd like it with the subtitles. Actually captivated me the whole time. 8-6. Uh, All right. We'll get more into that, but thank you, Tucker. Um, hey have a good night.
0: Uh, but the rest of us, we will continue on with the list, guys. Um, so as Tucker's leaving, we are doing the fast food. Top five fast food restaurants. Now we decided to add in restaurants like Subway, uh, you know, Chipotle. Those, those. Basically, the requirement is you can get your food within you know ten minutes, basically. So that's what we're going with. I will read Tucker's list because frankly, it's trash. Um, His lists five, are always Subway. trash. Subway, number four, McDonald's, number three, Chick-fil-A, number two, Chipotle, number one, Bojangles. Bojangles. Like he gets that all the time. Like what the hell? Um, I've had Bojangles twice in my life. It's good. It's, re- it's really good, but you don't eat that that much. So, like, what are you saying? Uh,
2: reaction to that list, guys? Uh, um, I didn't hate the list. Bojangles didn't make my top five by any means, but I made a top 20 list, and it's it's up there. Um, <laughs> Chipotle, I, I'm, I'm too picky to like Chipotle like everyone else does. I just get rice, meat, cheese, so it's good but it's not something i love chick-fil-a love it mcdonald's love it subway love it
3: all
0: right um so let's go around and do our number five picks dill what is your number five selection uh
3: first off on tucker's uh picks um Bojangles, that's kind of like a, that's kind of like a fast food fever pick, you know, like you don't get that that often. You you like it. You love it too much too early, but then if you got it all the time, you probably wouldn't like it as much. So, uh, shame on Tucker. I don't think he really thought too hard on this one. Um, number five, I'm going Chick-fil-A. Number five, that's probably because I haven't had it that often and I've only ever gotten one thing. Uh, the original chicken sandwich. And maybe some nuggets. So All I right. I don't like their fries.
0: Really? Went to Waffle Lay order. The waffle fries. fries,
3: they don't do it for me.
0: Oh, I'll have more to say on that. Uh, Cameron, number five.
2: Number five. Coming in spicy with the Taco Bell. Um I didn't hear your guys's. What were yours? Dylan's was, I haven't gone. Dylan's was Chick fil A. Okay. Yo,
0: I feel like there's a connection in here.
2: Trey, what's yours?
0: Yo, my number five is Taco
2: Bell. (laughs) (laughs) Give your reasons. Give your reasons, Cam. Give your reasons. Glass. I mean, Taco Bell's great. All right. Don't get me wrong. I will eat Taco Taco Bell four times out of the week, probably. Um,. I'm, a, I'm I'm a picky guy, like I said earlier, but it doesn't matter with Taco Bell because I can order eight tacos and I can order it five days straight and I'll love it. And I don't care what it's made of. I don't care what kind of animal they use for that meat. It is delicious. Uh, I get <laughs> quesadilla if I want to. It's good. It's greasy. It's 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 number five. Yeah,
0: my number five is Taco Bell. Uh, always good to just cram twelve tacos down your throat. Very delicious. Doritos Locos Tacos, innovation like you've never seen before in the in the uh, food world. Um, a Dorito and a taco, nuts. Um, Baja Blast, can't get that anywhere else. Um, so obviously, big one. Nah, the reason it's coming in at number five for me. Give me issues after the fact. I mean, everybody knows about it. Uh, You're locked into the bathroom for a good two hours after a nice uh, jaunt to Taco Bell. So that's my number five. Uh, Dylan, give me your number four.
3: Uh, First off, Taco Bell, um, uh, everything you get, no matter what you get, could be chicken, beef, bean, anything. It all tastes the same, but it's still great. Uh, Number four for me, this might be not... As low for you guys. McDonald's. I have lost respect for McDonald's over the years. It used to probably be one of my top. I mean, it is top four. But um, the prices too high. The food, not as good. McDonald's, you can get chicken nuggets there. You get a 10-piece chicken nuggets, $5. That's 50 cents a nug. That's ridiculous. So I don't buy the, I like like the uh, Big Mac. And uh, recently, the McGriddles are on my mind. Those are yummy. Um, and you can always get an ice cream. You get McFlurry if you want. So McDonald's, roundabout, good, uh, balanced, healthy diet from McDonald's.
0: You ever order McGangbang?
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. I used to get this, – this is my McDonald's order back in the day. Let me get real for you real quick. Four cheeseburgers. 10-piece McNugget, medium fry, and a medium vanilla shake. Used to house that before I got home.
0: It's all right. I'll play first. Uh, Cameron, number four.
2: Number four coming in, Chick-fil-A. Now, I've had a lot of Chick-fil-A in my day, and before I moved down to Florida, it was super hype-up to me. And not saying it didn't live up to the hype, but I lived next to one last year, and I just got it so often. And it's kind of hit and miss sometimes. Sometimes the sandwiches are huge. It's a big old breast or thigh, whatever they use there. And it's delicious. It's one of the healthier fast food places actually for you. They cook it in some sort of Oreo that's supposed to be better for you. Um, Fake news. It's all bad. And then, yeah, probably. And the, the the fries, I like the fries actually. However... Sometimes with the fries, you get those little end pieces that are like the end of the potato. It's like you didn't even you didn't even waffle it. It's just the end of a potato, and it's still good. Yeah. Those nasty. are the
3: best ones. Know. Those are my favorite ones.
2: No, see, I don't like those ones. I like a nice, clean middle cut fr- waffle fry that takes up the entire container.
0: See, they're too uh, squishy said, for me. You
2: cannot go wrong with Chick Fil A sandwich, Polynesian, no pickles. Can't go wrong with Chick Chick Fil A nuggets. With barbecue or Polynesian or both, um, it's delicious all the time, but it's coming in number four for the inconsistency.
3: I will say right. that the the whatever sauce, the magic sauce, whatever it is, Chick Fil A sauce, sauce is, is fantastic.
0: I've never had it because I'm pretty sure it has mayonnaise in it. It's it's, it's like
3: mayo, mayonnaise. honey mustard, and ketchup mixture or something like that.
0: Oh, all right. Well, I don't like any of those things really. So well, um, okay. You. So this number four pick shows how much my list – my list evolves. My list will probably be different in a year if you ask me. But my number four is Burger King. And if you would have asked me five years ago, Burger King would have been my number one. Wow. But I, I, I think I overdid it, man. I, think I feel I overdid it. Now, Burger King comes in at number four because the chicken is elite. The chicken at Burger King is elite. I get spicy chicken sandwiches from there. They are really, really, really good. Um, chicken fries – they were gone for a long time. I remember when they came back, it was like a holiday. I think I drove like four people down to Burger King. We all got chicken fries in high school and like sophomore year. Um, so Burger King, the burgers don't do it for me. A little too greasy. little too greasy. Kind of feel like garbage afterwards. I kind of feel like I ate garbage. So Burger King has great chicken. Burgers could be stepped, out, stepped up. I do appreciate the sesame seed buns on all their burgers. You know, when I go to other places, sometimes I don't get sesame seeds. But... Burger King coming in a number four for me. To that is so sad. I know it used it used to be that my go-to so man. It so sad. And Dylan and I used to make many many trips to Burger King, and it's I think I overdid it. You know, you overdo you do something too much, you lose that love for it. So it's my number four is Burger King. Uh, I, I, I do appreciate getting the crowns, though. Speaking of the, the Miguel Cabrera triple crown, uh, Dylan has an Instagram picture up of me wearing three Burger King crowns, saying, looking like Miguel Cabrera with his triple crown. So, can I mean, uh, Dylan, number three.
3: Uh, number three for me, you guys might scoff at this one, but I'm going Dunkin' Donuts. Mm. So, I got a little, little bit of a story on this one. Dunkin' Donuts, I don't know if you really consider it fast food. I mean, maybe, but when I, I went... When I went to school, college, I was in the middle of nowhere, Castleton, Vermont. The only thing in the town was a Dunkin' Donuts, and it was attached to a gas station. Now, after a good night of, you know, hanging out, doing the things you do at college, there was nothing better than a pair of bacon, egg, and cheese, sauce, and egg, egg, and cheese, plain bagels, from Dunkin' Donuts. Um, I'm also a huge donut guy. Uh, when my mother was pregnant with me, the only thing she could eat was donuts, everything else she would throw up. And I think that's translated into my love for donuts. I could eat probably a dozen just any time of the day and be perfectly fine. Um, I love donuts. So Dunkin' Donuts, I also am a big coffee guy. So I, I spent a lot of money at Dunkin' Donuts. So Dunkin' Donuts coming in number three.
0: See, I'm not a big breakfast guy. I didn't even think of Dunkin' Donuts or like breakfast places, but that's, I I totally, I'm not going to scoff at your pick. I totally think that's valid. Dunkin' Donuts is great.
3: Also, a culotta on a very hot summer day.
0: Oh, yeah. I used to go get wake up wraps because I don't like a big breakfast. I would just get that little tiny wrap, scarf it down after after a night out with the boys this summer, like last summer when I had to go lift 20 pound boxes (laughs) all the time. I was hungover as hell, and I'd scarf down a wake-up wrap and a and a, a iced coffee, and I'd feel great. But good pick, Dill. That's sad. thinking outside the box. I did not think of any breakfast places, but uh, Cam number three.
2: Yeah, Don Cheadle is not a big coffee guy, so um, <laughs> couldn't be me. But I'm going to go with McDonald's for number three. And back in the day, would have been an easy number one for me. However. They got rid of the snack wrap. They, <laughs> they did get cream. rid
3: of the snack wrap. <laughs> I mean, that, that's the
2: worst, right? The snack wrap's gone.
3: Yeah, so sad.
2: Those used to be the bomb, the bee's knees. Um, their ice cream machine, it seems anytime I ever want to make Flurry, I can't have one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, there's that, but it still somehow comes in number three. The apple
3: pies are too hot. I,
2: I can eat so much, so much McDonald's. Um it the the burgers are just so fake and so good and the fries they are so good and everything I want it so bad right now. They got great breakfast. Uh, if you ever seen Happy Gilmore or not Happy Gilmore, uh, Big, Big Daddy. Daddy, you gotta make sure you're on time for that breakfast or else they won't give it to you. But it's all, it's, it's, yeah. all,
3: day it's them, all day now. It's all day now. The
2: Cinnamelts. The Cinnamelts they also got rid of. So, I'm, I'm you know, I'm hanging in there on McDonald's. It's it's something I'll always go to. It it's sounds like McDonald's.
3: you don't really like McDonald's. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I story.
0: haven't had McDonald's breakfast in probably 10 years. When I was a kid, my grandmother lived in Boston. I lived across the state. We would drive home from Boston, get up early, like 5 a.m., take off, get McDonald's breakfast. That shit was so
3: good. So they used to good. do pancakes and sausage. Do they still yeah, do that?
0: That's, that was that's what I would want is those old pancakes, but... Um, Okay, my number three is going to be Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A is probably the most quality fast food that I eat. Um, It tastes fresh. It tastes good. I get the spicy chicken sandwich every time. So good. Love going there because I can sing the song, went to Chick-fil-A and ordered fries. You already know what type of sides. Um, So Chick-fil-A is great. The reason it's coming in at number three, it would be higher. Closed on Sundays, man. In college, I lived right near Chick-fil-A. There was a Chick-fil-A at the mall, you know, 10-minute drive away. Sundays, I was hungover as hell. Could have used a Chick Fil A sandwich. I I forgot like two or t- two or three times that it closed on Sundays. I drive to the mall, wasn't open. Biggest disappointment in my life. Driving, you know, uh, if I came out to Boston on a Saturday, driving home, going to stop in Chicopee, closed on Sunday. I mean, it, it, the, you look at the Atlanta Falcon stadium, they put in like four Chick Fil A's, all closed on game day. I mean, what are you thinking? I get you want to stay with your Bible and your morals. Open on Sundays. Just open up. I need the Hangover sandwich on Sundays. Um, Chick Fil A though, the fries—I don't know what you guys are talking about. Fries are great; they're so good. Um, you know, they pack your drink with ice. It's always ice cold. Polynesian sauce is elite. Um, so Chick Fil A is coming in at number three for me. Would be higher, close on Sundays. Dylan, give me your
3: number two. Oh, you have to respect the Lord's Day, so I don't—I don't like that. So God bless. Um, number two for me, Burger King, come number two. So everybody hates on me. I, I enjoy Burger King way more than McDonald's. I like Burger King fries much more than Burger King or than McDonald's french fries and everybody hates on me for that. And, uh, it's sad. Trey brought up the burgers. When you bite into a Burger King burger, you, you, you can feel. All of the ingredients. You know when you're biting into the lettuce, into the tomato, into the burger. It's not greasy. You know
0: what, let me interject. Maybe it's because I get my burgers plain. I don't like lettuce and tomato. That might be part of it.
3: So That maybe, could be.
0: Cut me some slack.
3: So so, so some, did someone say it was greasy? It might have been Cam So <laughs> the burger king was, it was greasy. Me. It was me. I so did. when you bite into a McDonald's hamburger, it's the same consistency throughout. Whether you get a Big Mac, so you get a Big Mac, right? It's literally the same thing. You might as well have been biting through foam. It's the same thing. So, I mean, Burger King is just one up in the burger game on McDonald's. I mean, it's got burger in the name. Um, the, <laughs> you are so right. It's, it's, it's by far number one in chicken for me. It's better than Chick fil A. Chicken sandwiches from Burger King, the breaded chicken sandwiches from Burger King, way better than Chick fil A. 100%. Uh, they got the nuggets for a $1.49 if you want some nuggets. Uh, they got chicken fries, too. I don't know. I, I, Burger King's great. So, Burger King number two. Nobody say anything. Burger King is way better than McDonald's. No clap. All right. No clap,
0: clap or it's cap? But go ahead. Same cap. thing. Yeah, Burger King. I think
3: I, I said price. cap, but that um, might have been the, uh, like the audio.
2: I'll just let that be known. Burger King's not on my list. Not a Burger King guy. Um, don't like the sesame seed buns at all. Um, the chicken's good, but the chicken fries are like seasonal. you of whack, bro. The chicken Season fries, fries
3: are all year round, baby. All year round.
2: All right. Well, regardless, I don't like, I don't love the burgers. They got like,
3: Hershey's like pie?
2: Like okay. I'll go number two now. This one involves several gentlemen. Um, Five to <laughs> five, <gentlemen. laughs> five gentlemen They serve us um, They do burgers They also do fries indeed um, This one's five guys Burgers and fries um, This place is just Oh my god <laughs> Everything is so heavy <laughs> Everything is so heavy There man when they give you that burger, that bag filled with burgers, fries, and if you get a shake on top of it, <laughs> your arm's going to hurt. The burger's, three, the burger's three pounds, and it's mostly grease, and it's cost you $30 for one, and that's part of the reason why it's number two, but it is so good. Oh, my goodness. I know you guys can appreciate. Good five guys. I think I've been there with both of you before. Um it's possible the one in Pittsburgh when that opened up it was dream come true. They got peanuts, peanuts all over the place, peanuts on the ground. Peanut of the
3: peanuts first. in line definitely gives it a few steps above the some of the others.
2: One of the first places in the county, I believe, if not the first, that had the automatic dispenser thing, the big Coke machine. Yep, so I was going to say that.
3: I was going to say Mr. that. Mr.
2: Pib was hyped for oh, that. Mr.
3: Pib. Yeah. Yeah, I mean,
2: you can't go wrong with Five Guys. If you're going to Five Guys, you're like, oh, I'm not going to feel great later. But, like, in the moment, for like the cheese is everywhere. It's all over the place. <laughs> oh, I want it.
3: <laughs> now, no.
0: <laughs> Five Guys didn't make my list, but you're you're convincing me here because Five Guys is elite. The, the peanuts in the line is so elite. The Coke machines are elite. I think the reason it didn't make my list, a little pricey for my blood. A little rich for my blood. I, I'm not, you know. I'm I'm a simple man. I can't be shelling out that much money. The the fries they put in there. I get seasoned fries. I get a I get a double bacon cheeseburger with barbecue sauce. They just throw fries at you. There's fries everywhere. Fries this way, that way. Uh, you know, behind trees. Uh, you know, climbing trees. There's fries everywhere. So 100%. F- five Guys is elite. I'd probably put that high on my list. Didn't make my top five. My number two is gonna be Chipotle. Now. I've always been a Chipotle fan. I remember the first time I had Chipotle. uh, I was a child in Florida. They didn't have them up north yet. I was like eight years old on a Disney trip to Florida. I got Chipotle there. Did only fried like, bowls. Uh, Just, um, I did bowls with chicken and rice. That's it. I'm I'm a plain Jane guy. I'm kind of like that. I've recently, you know, in the past three years, upgraded to burritos, I mean, it's so good. I could eat it every day. I eat it twice a week now. I think part of the reason it's so high right now is because I live three blocks from one. I get it twice a week. Um, you know, I, I the queso blanco I've been into like crazy. It's like crack. I get the chips, queso blanco, a Mexican Coke, um, Chipotle. They're fast. They're fresh. It tastes good. A lot of people hate on Chipotle because of the uh, you know the salmonella outbreaks that tend to happen there. Hasn't happened to me yet. E. Coli. So I'm living the cilantro rice, the chicken, the spicy tomatillo sauce. It's so good. It's so good. I love it. I could eat Chipotle probably four nights a week and I'd be a happy man. So Chipotle is going to be my number two. So thank God Tucker wasn't here because we could probably do a whole show on this. We're spending way too much time, but I'm I'm not ready to stop yet. But we are at number one. So Dylan, give me your best fast food i think i know what's coming can't think he would know what's coming but let's hear
3: it uh, i first off i gotta mention chipotle because i do not like chipotle i really don't i've had it probably a handful of times every time i get a different thing i do not like it i get a bowl i get a burrito i get queso blanco it's not good i don't like it it goes through I love me it. It, it's not the chicken uh. Uh-uh. the steak uh-uh. the beans uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> so recall,
0: dude oh, no uh uh-uh. uh so
3: Ch- chipotle might be at the bottom of the list for me um, mm-hmm. cam what was your number 2
0: five guys five guys all right
3: five right five guys so five guys is five guys is elite cuz of the peanuts and the soda fountain um the one thing that's great about five guys is you get just a burger, and it's two patties. I mean, you, you, nothing's, nothing's better than just saying, here, here's an extra patty on the house. Like That's you, true. You, ha- you have to say, I want a single in order to get a single. So, um, Also, Cam, if you don't get Cajun fries, then this doesn't deserve to be on the list. Um, my number one, easy. Number one, I probably get it once a week, Taco Bell. Now, Taco Bell used to be... A not even remotely close to on my list. I never had Taco Bell until high school. I hate tacos. I literally like my parent, my mom used to make tacos as a kid. I used to be like, all right, I'll have a bowl of cereal. Uh-uh, no tacos for me. Um, so then I went to Taco Bell. When they put that fake plastic cheese queso on that on that flour tortilla, it is like I'm in heaven. So I'm a Taco Bell guy through and through. It's bypass me over burger king for sure over the past few years um there's times where i'll get it on like friday and i'll be like why not i'll get on saturday too who cares it's taco bell it's like three dollars for my whole meal i love it um taco bell free uh beefy frito burrito is og and they need to bring it back because it's not on the menu right now so i'm kind of pissed
0: Let me just say I knew, Dylan, that this was your pick. I've heard you hype up Taco Bell over and over. Like I said, Taco Bell number five on my list. I really haven't eaten that much lately. Uh, One thing we haven't mentioned is steal a base in the World Series. Somebody steals a base, free tacos for all of America, which is elite. Um, But I I respect the pick here. Um, I used to take trips with Kyle Boyer to Taco Bell every Thursday after high school. Uh, We'd get out, jump in the car, Taco Thursdays we call them. Went there before junior prom. That was a bad idea did it anyway don't care taco thursday i respect the pick and i knew it was coming i just like to say that i'm the better friend here because cam was wrong i was right i knew it was coming and the but, nacho uh,
3: fries oh don't get me started on the nacho fries
0: um nacho fries are back That's no I they're saying, they're, on taco they're,
3: Bell online. they're gone I've, I've been there i was through i was there throughout their their availability this year
0: well, I have something to say about uh, special offers and my pick, but Cameron,
2: first, your pick, and your reaction to Dylan's. Uh, quick reaction to Dylan's. Love Taco Bell. Um, don't forget about the Cinnabon Delights that they
1: used to have oh. over there. The Cinnamon Twists, bro. <laughs> <And then> the <laughs> cin- twist.
3: People always the hate on the Cinnamon twist. Twists. They're fantastic. You get them in a $5 fantastic. box?
1: Yeah.
3: Oh. Um,
2: Another thing, the little spinny thing where you drop a quarter in and you drop a dime or a nickel. I used to win cinnamon twists like it was my job. Anything. First of all, that was the easiest. That was the easiest one to get because it was the biggest coin. It was like t- t- a nickel or something. Like best bang for your buck. Drop a nickel in there, get some cinnamon twists every single time. Used to shake it all up, twist it, tip it over, whatever I needed to do to get some more cinnamon twists. I needed my fix. Um, anyway, number one, don't think uh, you're gonna have this one, Trey. To be honest with you. Um, this is Shake Shack.
3: Mm, I love a good Shake Shack. I don't Shake know if
2: you've ever been to Shake Shack. Yes, But this is, this is the best burger you can get. And it's close to five guys, but Shake Shack burgers are better. The buns are like, they, they taste like candy. I don't know how to describe it, but the buns at Shake Shack just make it. The The burgers are so good. It's the best burger. I've had this conversation with many people. Best fast food burger you can get. It's always Shake Shack or Five Guys. Um, I'm going Shake Shack cause I like the fries better, to be honest. Um, and the shakes, I mean, shakes at five guys are good. Don't get me wrong, but shake is in the name. Shake Shack five guys. Very, very close. Big burger guy, if you couldn't tell. Um, I just think Shake Shack has the better burger. It's, it's unreal. If you haven't had it, go get it.
0: I've, I've had it. I've had it a handful of times. Uh, it's never really stood out to me. It just kind of tastes like a burger. Uh, Kim, seems like you're a big burger guy, obviously. Uh, two picks. I would equate Five Guys and Shake Shack. I would actually go Five Guys over Shake Shack. Then again, I've only had Shake Shack a couple times. I think maybe the last time I had, I was in New York, and it was right next to a strip club. And I was in New York City in line for Shake Shack, and I saw a woman go into a strip club. Uh, she was a dancer. She looked like she was not very happy. She kind of ducked her head in. <laughs> maybe that, Maybe that dissuaded me, but... Um, so I, I never stood out to me. I've only had it like four times, but it never stood out to me. Um, Dylan, Shake Shack, any, any thoughts?
3: I've been to Shake Shack a couple times, uh, baseball trips down South, whether it's Florida or, uh, like, uh, North Carolina. I think there was one the first time we went, um, the shakes, fantastic. Ice cream. Great. Uh, like Cam said, fries are good. Probably I would put them above five guys, but you know, that's small sample size. Um, The difference between Shake Shack and Five Guys, though, is Five Guys uh, cooks their burgers in peanut oil. Shake Shack uses canola oil. Um, So I don't know if that's got something to do with it. Maybe uh, Five Guys should skip the old peanut oil and go to canola oil. But good pick. Shake Shack, Cam, our uh, correspondent in the southern region. So uh, I like the pick.
0: Uh, a little fast food insight from Bill there. So, me, I'm going, you know, I, you, you think about fast food, and I think, you know, a, a lot of times in life, you know, you overthink things. You go by the KISS method. Keep it simple, stupid. I, I hate this. McDonald's. Yeah, boo. It's got to be. It's got to be, boo. man. I've had it more than any fast food in my life. Like Cam said, great breakfast. Used to, I don't know about the breakfast now, but when I was a kid, the breakfast was elite. Happy Meals when I was a kid was elite. Memories in high school after finishing a long practice on Monday, going to watch the JV team, get two bacon McDoubles in me. Just the elite taste. The fries, there are no better fries on this planet. Dylan, I totally disagree with you. <laughs> so there are no better they're fries not good. On this planet. I don't and like them. McDonald's fries. McDonald's Sprite is actually manufactured differently than regular Sprite to taste better. Um not that I'm a sprite guy, I'm a Coke guy through and through. Uh, maybe we'll do a list guys of soda one day. Um, McDonald's, the chickens, the chickens good. Uh, uh-huh. The chicken sandwiches are not as good as Burger King, but the McNuggets are better than Burger King's. Um, they didn't used to be. Burger King used to have better chicken tenders when I was a kid. They don't now. The chicken, the chicken McNuggets are better now at McDonald's. Um, and I will say, recently, uh, within the, they took them away now, but they had spicy McNuggets there. And they had this flaming hot sauce. It was called Flaming Hot Sauce. You know Rick and Morty, Rick obsesses about the uh, Szechuan sauce. I'm obsessed with this Flaming Hot Sauce. If this stuff doesn't come back, I'm going to lose my freaking mind. It's the best sauce I've ever tasted in my life. I would order it two times a week just to get the sauce. I didn't really care that much about the chicken. I would make sure I'd get two packets of sauce, and I'd make sure to meticulously get every drop out of each one because it was so good. McDonald's. There's a reason why it's number one. There's a reason why America loves it. It's the greatest fast food restaurant in history. I love burgers from there. I love fries from there. I love chicken from there. McDonald's is the pick for me, number one. Basic? It's basic. I'll I, It's basic. I, I, I understand. Cam,
2: reaction? Yeah, no, uh, I'm, I'm fine with that. Like I said, there's just some drawbacks with the uh, no more snack wrap. That's the biggest thing. Um,
3: <laughs> Can't uh, get over the snack wrap.
2: <laughs> really hung up snack on the snack wrap. wrap. Yeah, the snack wraps were, were elite. I'm surprised um, we didn't get any Wendy's on there. We didn't get any.
3: Um, I've been to Wendy's Tuckers
2: once. Subway was was like six or seven for me. Um, Wendy, he's a little bit further back, Burger King a little bit further back. But uh, that was good. That was a good little segment.
0: All right. Wow, that was a great segment. We could have done a whole show. <laughs> um, all right. I think um, we
3: just need List Guys as a podcast at this point.
0: <laughs> list Guys, come well, on. That's what happened. I was talking um, Okay, so Parasite, quickly, because we've gone way over. But Parasite, um, Dylan, did you watch it?
3: No, could not oh, get shit, it on. missed
0: out.
2: Cameron, Parasite. Watched it um second time watching it i did watch it again actually i'm i'm that dedicated and i just wanted to watch it again i actually didn't like it as much the first time i watched it um thought maybe i would i would see some things just because it is a subtitle type movie um and a thriller kind of pay attention but i didn't really see anything new the second time i watched it obviously i knew it was coming that's you know that's a given but it wasn't anything even more special the second time around. Um, That being said, I'll based off the first reaction that I, that I had, uh, I really liked the movie. I did not see it coming at at the end there. I I loved the, you know, all right, I'm going to get into this Then I'm going to get my sister and I'm going to get my dad into the whole family. just calming them. And it is like a, there's some symbolism of like rich versus poor. And that's how obviously at the end, it kind of what it comes down to. Um, and then they obviously plot twist it with the, the basement issue going on there. Um, was surprised to see all the killing happen at the end. Did not did not see that happening. Not see the dad, you know, ending up in the basement. But uh, all around, it's a good it's a good movie. I see why it won so many Oscars. Um, the acting was great from what I could tell. <laughs> <laughs> um, subtitles were great from what I can tell. Um, great dialogue. I'm going to go ahead and get... I'm basing this off my first time watching it. I'm going to give it 8.0 on the dot. 8.0. Okay. So, for me, this movie...
0: The reason I picked it, because the, the subtitles of Pan's Labyrinth really brought up... Like, I enjoyed Pan's Labyrinth, and I was like, what are other some subtitles movies that I enjoyed? And Parasite is top of the list. This I didn't even really... Like, Like with Pan's Labyrinth, I'm watching a Spanish movie and I know, we all know a little bit of Spanish, so it's not like that crazy to pick up a word and like not that crazy to not pay attention to what's going on screen and have it to read. Um, here it's Korean. No idea. Don't know a single word of Korean. Uh, maybe I know the word from dad from just hearing James Shin yell it at his father over the phone in high school. Um,
3: yeah,
0: uh, (laughs) 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 But anyway. (laughs) As soon as I started watching it, the subject melted yip. away. It's like it, you don't even realize they're speaking Korean anymore. You're so invested in the story. It, the twists and turns in this thing are nuts. Like first, it's like kind of like funny and crazy, and it's like, oh, they're all getting, you know, finding out ways to get into this house, and then you find out, oh, wait, maybe this old housekeeper wasn't as great as everyone thought, and then you say, oh, wait, they've been leeching off this family too um
1: the way they go about getting in the way cam you said that the the sister was
0: your favorite character i probably have to agree she's the most badass um so they're elite characters uh the acting like cam said pretty pretty good from what i could tell totally forgot there was a girl in the family by the way the the girl that uh kevin i forget his korean name but his american name kevin he dates didn't even remember her, but uh, the second time through, I, I I saw her and I was like, oh yeah, I forgot that storyline. Um, absolutely nuts movie. The twists, the twists in the middle and towards the end, bananas. The ending kind of leaves me with a bad taste in my mouth. It kind of seems a little crazy that all this stuff would go down. I'm not going to spoil because Dylan, I want you to watch it. Um, but it's it's a great movie, and you wouldn't expect it from like a subtitled Korean movie to be this good. So good. I'm actually gonna do something similar to cam I'm gonna go with a point on the dot but I'm gonna go with a nine on the dot Wow I'm giving it a nine so it's gonna put it at a at a uh, a solid rate uh, close to a nine for the movie of the year so my that's be a tough so one to sad Dylan you gotta watch it dude it's really good it's really uh, I don't
3: good. know I'm not invested in it um, it it's was on Hulu so it was it's on Hulu damn it yeah. I searched for it on Hulu, and it was not there. And
0: it's on Hulu. I, I highly recommend it. If you're ever bored, man, so all right. throw it
3: on. See I'll watch can. it then, because it's on Hulu. I When I searched on Hulu, I didn't see it there. Um, it's there. Okay. So, all right.
0: Well, we, we went a long time tonight <clears> because <throat> we got caught up in our fast food conversation. But uh, that's wasted. to I remember the sports that we talked about and how that we've talked about oh, we so fast, fast food the past hour. But, uh, that's Wasted Takes, episode 67, hit us up on our socials, um, oh wait, yeah, new movie, who's next? I
2: think it's me? I
3: think
0: it's uh, you. Hold it's on. not me. Let me check my list, let me check,
2: um, no, it's Tucker, but we'll skip him, you. Alright, so, because Dylan didn't watch this one because he wasn't invested, I'm gonna go with another
1: subtitle movie, <laughs> because
2: that's how I'm feeling. <laughs> Three movie. in a row. <laughs> I'm going with the movie Tesis and Tesis or Thesis in English. It? T-E-S-I-S.
3: Oh, this is going to suck.
2: It's a, <laughs> it's a Spanish uh, horror film. And it is. It's a thriller. It's a killer. And it's. Not going to be great for you to watch, till excited to see what you think. <laughs> Another one of those ones I uh, wrote a book on, or I wrote a paper on.
3: wrote a book so, on, huh?
2: Yeah, pretty much, honestly, like 11,000 words. Not just on that, but um, that's the movie. Tessies.
3: Like, why do you pick these movies that I can't watch for free? That's the big question.
2: You can watch it for free. Yeah, where? find
3: it I don't I don't have the I don't have the uh, computer capacity Dylan,
0: I will watch every movie Benham, ladies and gentlemen
3: I will watch this movie I didn't realize it was on Hulu
0: alright that's episode 67 uh, went long check us out on our socials vote on our polls please Cam's upset with poll voting he, he thinks there's something sus going on so
3: I didn't even votes. vote for mine
0: <laughs> get some votes in there up the numbers Uh, Thanks for getting wasted with us, we'll see you next week.